When I work with married guys who want to break their porn habit, they generally fall into one of two categories or circumstances. Either their wife already knows or else she has no idea at all. I don't think I've ever worked with a husband whose wife knows but doesn't care if he stops or not. In any case, if you're in that latter category, your wife has no idea at all, and you know you need to disclose this problem to her, then today's episode is for you. The Marriage Podcast for Smart People is designed to help busy couples like yourselves move away from conflict and unhappiness to build a marriage you'll love today and treasure for a lifetime. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Learn how you can help save marriages, prevent divorces, and keep families intact by going to oyf.support. Once again, that website is oyf.support. And now, here are your hosts, Caleb and Valinda Simone Gundel from Only You Forever. Welcome to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. If you want to build a thriving, passionate marriage, we've got the research, the truth, and the answers you're looking for, even about very difficult ideas, like the idea of disclosing that we're going to be talking about today. This is episode number 215, and today we are going to be going through how and when to disclose your porn addiction to your wife. You're possibly just sick thinking about that, and it's going to be tough to do, but we want to help you do this right. Hey there, before we get started, if you missed last week's episode, we discussed the ACE, the Adverse Childhood Experiences Study, and how those issues can impact marriage and also how marriage can help a person heal from difficult child experiences. Worth going back and checking out. Also, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any upcoming shows from us. And as always, we offer you sound research-based advice, and most of all, we offer hope. Okay, let's get into this topic for Linda, Disclosure Mm -hmm. of Pornography Addiction. Okay. And uh, let me say a couple things right off the bat here. First, I totally want to invite you to speak on behalf of wives who are receiving this. So most of the time I work with the addict, the person who's been looking at pornography. And however, I do work with spouses sometimes too. So I've tried to be sensitive to that as I've put this material together, but I just uh, would definitely... Generally the wives that reach out to me. Yes. Yeah. So let me say right off the bat too, that over the last 10 years the number of women using porn has drastically increased. So we could have just as easily titled this how and when to tell your husband about your porn addiction. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's still the case that the majority of users are male and we don't mean any additional stigma towards female users by doing this. But, you know, rather than flipping genders all the way through, we went with the more traditional assumptions. Okay. So please, we ask you to pardon the male references. Much of what we have to say would, of course, apply just as well to a wife disclosing to her husband for the first time. Okay. So I think the starting question is, should I tell my wife? To which the short answer is yes, we think so. In our broader culture over the past decades, porn was viewed as something normal and harmless. Really? When I say past decades, I mean like 80s, 70s, 60s, back in there. Okay. And keeping in mind for Linda that a lot of the porn that was out there was much milder than what is out there today. Not that, you know, that makes it morally better. Okay. And I think, you know, some folks still hold this view, but in recent years, the research has consistently shown that porn use has a wide range of adverse effects on marriage and on the people using the porn and the people who are in the porn industry. And not all, but many of the actors and actresses there are victims of human trafficking and have other very challenging issues that they're facing on a daily basis. So I'm just kind of saying here that you know, it's only been in the last five years, I think off the top of my head, that you have like the Washington Post and New York Times and these major thing you know, secular papers raising questions about, you know, is this really good for us? Yes, yes. So we talked more extensively about how porn impacts 
marriage in episode 163. If you want to go back to that, if that's of interest, you can get that at oaf.link slash 163. The number is 163. And just to recap that, to summarize that very quickly, it impacts through reduced marital satisfaction, through reduced commitment, possibly leading to increased risk of infidelity, not necessarily, possibly. Number three, reduced sexual satisfaction, and four, reduced intimacy. So it's really... And people think it's harmless. It's kind of gutting your marriage, right? Mm-hmm. On top of that, the consequence of keeping the addiction a secret can be just as damaging as the addiction itself. So keeping parts of your life hidden from your spouse... And the shame that surrounds the secret and the fear of being discovered, all of those erode the trust and intimacy between a couple, even if one partner doesn't know that's what's happening. A couple of researchers in 2009 found that the secrecy creates a crack in the marriage bond, is how they described it, which is then likely to widen as the husband's shame and fear causes him to emotionally withdraw. Because mm-hmm. you're hiding something and that's easy yeah. to go from hiding something to hiding. And like keeping it a secret and those lies and the secrecy the wives often say like that's worse than the actual act itself than the actual yeah. use of porn yeah. or whatever that's all harder to deal with when she finds out when yes right? okay this but, is even before she finds yeah, out yeah but yeah and so even before she finds out though i often say like every secret is a brick building a wall yep huh so i liked what you said about hiding okay what part of that what uh, did you say you said something about hide it's easy to go from hiding a secret to hiding yeah yeah i can see that yeah, so that's the rejection of intimacy, right? It's the reduction, yeah. yeah. So telling your spouse is an essential first step in change. Keeping it a secret promotes the cycle of shame. Again, referring to a study here from 2001, shame and negative feelings compel you to want to use porn to feel better, which creates oh. further shame. That cycle gets harder and harder to break out of unless you tell someone about it and admit to needing help. Somebody huh. sees you, that's important. It helps. Okay. So next question often comes up is, can I just tell someone else? And that's a valid question. You understand that this disclosure is going to hurt her the most. Mm -hmm. And I do think you need to bring in one or two same-sex friends into your confidence and learn to be open and honest with them. Like if you're a guy, you need to have a couple of guy friends that get to see you. That's an important part of recovery. A lot of the guys... Hang on. They get to see you. uh, See into your heart. That you're open and vulnerable with and honest with. They know you honestly. They really know you well. Okay. Uh, You need a couple of bros bro dudes uh, or girlfriends if you're a woman because almost all the uh almost all the men i i meet in this situation are or work with they're they have a lot of friends but they don't have any close friends okay yeah okay and so there's not only is their intimacy pretty limited in the marriage but it's generally they're craving and very much starved for intimacy closeness yeah okay want to tell someone else, but at the same time, it's your wife who's been betrayed by your actions. So unless you've really put some kind of pretense out to others, they won't feel the same sense of betrayal that she does. Right. She has the right to know that the most important person in her life has betrayed her deeply. And we actually had this discussion recently amongst our counseling team. Is there ever a situation where it makes sense not to disclose? And one possible situation, I don't know, and everything is very unique and individual in these kinds of circumstances, but one possibility you wonder about is if either of you is on your deathbed. So not only is there the shattering impact of loss right in front of you, but also if you, if you, you know, divulge an incredible betrayal, the loss of who you thought your really of who your take. spouse thought you were, who you thought they were, and that creates some profoundly complex grief to sort through. And it may just not be fair in a situation like that, or even if you're in the middle of some other major crisis. I've had stories of men revealing uh, infidelity when their wife is undergoing cancer treatment. It's like they feel like they've sinned and they they need to oh, confess con- it and get it out. Yeah. Oh. And she's like half dead in chemo. Uh huh. And he dumps this on her. 
Uh, so timing, people, timing. And, and we'll get to timing in a little bit. The fundamental components of having a happy marriage are things like commitment and loyalty and trust. And you can't keep a porn addiction secret and hope to simultaneously do well at those three things. Commitment, loyalty, and trust. Yeah. Okay. And not only that, but keeping it a secret, even if she never asks about it, that's an act of dishonesty. And it's my belief that dishonesty is morally wrong. In our Christian faith, we call that sin. It's an offense against God. And I'm not mentioning this to guilt anyone, but to uphold the fact that the truth always sets a person free. And especially this kind of problem, wrong or sin, it perpetuates and it builds itself. It snowballs. Okay. And that's, that's a risk. And, and so in this case, yeah, coming to the truth is going to hurt badly and things are going to get worse before they get better. But if you can't live in full transparency and honesty with your spouse, then your intimacy development will always be arrested by that reality. Going to be bricks going on that wall all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, at the same time, I just, as I was going through this, like thinking about guys in this situation, they're listening. You know, I, I get it about, like you probably feel sick about disclosing the problem. It's yeah. probably a huge shame trigger. The right thing to do is not always the easy thing to do. And yet at the same time, it's only a decision that you can make. And I'm, you know, I'm giving, so when I say you, I'm speaking to the listener, I'm giving you the various parts to consider. And I have a but definite bias towards disclosure, but I can't make that decision for you because I can't accept responsibility for the outcome of your decision. I don't bear the consequences of your decision. Those are yours alone to bear. So the decision is yours alone as well. Okay. okay, okay. So while we're exhorting you towards something, and this is not just me kind of washing my hands, but me just saying, you know what? You have to live with the consequences. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, you were saying, not me. Yes, but where I'm challenging you to really think about is that the long-term consequences of not disclosing may be higher than the consequences of of disclosing. Right, right. And the intimacy that can be built can mean that like, it's a way closer outcome than not disclosing at all. Yeah. And the other thing to think about too, like we often, especially when you're in an addiction, like you're so split off from reality and consequences, it's hard to think all these things through. Let's say you have a porn addiction for 10 years of your marriage. You finally sober off it. Mm -hmm. Never look at it again for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now you're at year 30 in your marriage and you kind of get, you know what? I need to get honest with my wife. Mm -hmm. So you basically get credit for 30 years of lies. Yeah. Whereas in your head, you're going... It was 10 years at the start. I stopped. I've been good for 20 years, twice as long. She should be okay. (laughs) Not going to happen. No. So so that's why I do lean towards sooner is better and tough one though. So once again, we do have additional material for this episode. If you're planning to disclose or have recently disclosed, then one of your top priorities will be the work of rebuilding trust. And our bonus material for today's episode tells you how to work on rebuilding that trust again with your spouse. You can get this by becoming a patron of the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. And we'll take a quick 60 second break here to tell you more about that. What happens when the fairy tale marriage meets reality? Too often, high expectations lead to disappointment, communication breaks down, and the struggles of day to day life become overwhelming, leaving you feeling lost and without hope. Unfortunately, marriage does not come with an instruction manual. Marriage troubles are deeply personal and can take a toll on you, your spouse, and your family. Counseling can be expensive and divorce is very costly. It doesn't have to be this way. Caleb and Valinda understand your pain and frustration. 
Their mission is to help save as many marriages as possible. And to date, thousands of couples are helped through their weekly podcast. But the most important marriage they want to help save is yours. With a minimum of a $10 investment a month, you gain access to exclusive bonus content and valuable information to help you succeed in your own marriage. Learn more about saving marriages and how you can help at OYF.support. That's OYF.support. You're listening to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. Before the break, we were talking about disclosing to your wife. Yeah, I'm struggling with that. Okay, with what part? Yeah, I'm struggling with that. Okay, with what part? Well, like you said at the end there, like someone's looked at it for 10 years, they've been sober for 20, and yet they know that if they tell their wife they're responsible for 30 years of lies, or that's what it's going to feel like in their wife's mind. Yeah. Like, how can that be a good thing? Like, I'm all for disclosing, but I'm just I'm battling this yeah. through in my mind. Like, how is this going to be better? Right. I think well, I have a hard time convincing somebody that. On the back of what kind of a marriage? Well, I don't know. <laughs> right. So, Yeah. So again, this is the reason why we can't make the decision for other people. Yeah. And and if you're in this situation, you know, it's very much worth talking to a therapist and and just navigating this and trying to understand all the potential mm-hmm. impacts of disclosure. But if, because it so much depends on context, right? So let's say it's year 30, the couple's just finished launching all their kids and they really realize now that their marriage is one inch deep. Yeah, but what if they're on year 30 and they have a thriving, passionate marriage? Right. So those are two very different circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. Now, but the thing that I come back to is, so think about yourself with the reality of this kind of infidelity Mm -hmm. and you're in a thriving, passionate marriage and your wife is raving about how much she appreciates you Mm -hmm. and you've always been there for her Mm -hmm. and inside your head, you're going, I am such a fake. So, you know, how... how, uh, is it really that good? I mean, is the marriage likely to be like that? Yeah, I guess the potential of what it could be should be the drawing card. Yeah, that's what I would wonder, right? So, I mean, you have to think about where you're at and what the consequences are now. Yeah. Let's just go with, you know what? While we encourage people towards dis- disclosure and we believe that truth and honesty are always the better way to go, Yeah. Uh, it may not be a slam dunk for every marriage. No, it might be the end of the marriage. Yeah, it might just be a slam. Yeah. So let's proceed on the basis that we do have someone and this thing is still real and they want out of their porn addiction and they want to stay married and they want to get honest. Okay. 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 So how do we do that? Okay. So if you're looking at telling your wife, the first thing to know is that you need to be sensitive during this process. Uh, and that means, first of all, developing awareness of the impact it's, it could have and is likely to have on her. So revealing that you have been unfaithful to your wife through porn use can and likely will lead to feelings of, well, definitely will lead to feelings of betrayal, may lead to trauma even. Mm -hmm. Similar to that found after discovering an affair. Okay. So the disclosure, and again, this is, you know, it's not like I went out and had sex with anyone. That doesn't help your wife saying that. Oh, well, like giving as an excuse. Yes. Well, it's not that bad. I didn't do that. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. The emotional betrayal response is the same for pornography disclosure as for infidelity disclosure. Mm -hmm. The only thing that's different is you don't have the risk of an STD in your spouse, right? And so- But you know, pointing that out wouldn't be a help either. No. No. I would just say, let's be aware that she's going to be very shaken by this disclosure. Allow her to respond with whatever emotions she has or needs to express. Allow her anger to come. Don't be surprised by the severity of her emotional response. And you do need to let her have her pain you need to acknowledge her pain 
And I actually think also it's going to be very healthy for your own recovery to witness her pain. Stay there, stay present, look at it, let that burn into your eyes, the visage of your wife as she processes the betrayal. Another thing to do is to tell her all at once. So guys often think they can soften the blow by spreading out the disclosure. Oh, that is so not true. Yeah, it has the opposite effect. A staggered disclosure, which is telling her small pieces over time, leads to greater trauma. Think about it this way. If you had, I don't know if this illustration is going to work for Linda, you can let me know. If you had one major car accident, you'd be a little hesitant about climbing back in the vehicle after you recovered. Yeah. But you know you need to get on with life. But if you were if you were rear-ended once every five to 15 days, eight for eight times. Yeah. So over the course of you know two, three months, you had eight slams from the back. Yeah. You'd probably be much more likely to swear off driving and just take a bus. Like it's just like, uh, yeah. like every yeah. time you go out the door, you're like, man, I'm freaked out. Am I going to get hit again? Yeah. Each time you're hit again or to exacerbate the physical injuries previous to those and increase your level of jumpiness, your fear around driving, that's trauma. Okay. Now a staggered disclosure is a great way to amplify trauma. That makes sense. So you do need to disclose fully in one sitting. Were you going to add something to this? Well, just, I hear this. Like, you know, a few weeks later, they say... She finds out more. He told me more. And it's the same like emotional response lie. as the first time. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like all over again. Yeah. So your wife will only be able to start trusting you fully once the entire secret is out in the open. So we're going to go through what to tell her below as part of considering this, but disclosing little bits over time makes it harder for her to trust you mm-hmm. as it will always feel like there could be more that she still doesn't know about. Yeah. Yes. So everything all at once. Also, accept full responsibility. Yes. I can see how a guy would be like, oh, that would be so overwhelming. Like, I can't do that to her. And yet, it's the better way to go. And maybe a sincere attempt to protect her from all the pain that he knows it's going to cause. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes what we do to save our marriage is actually what destroys it. Yes. True that. You still need to write that book. Profound. I do. So, second item, accepting full responsibility. Don't try to justify your actions. Don't try to minimize how significant the betrayal is to her. Definitely do not blame it on her for not having sex with you enough. Do people do that? Yes. These kinds of excuses and justifications will make the disclosure even harder for your wife and can get in the way of her forgiving you and moving on. I don't mean to say moving on tritely, but just her recovery. Okay? Okay. You can only recover to yourself once you've taken full responsibility for your actions. So that's another thing is you got to own it and you got to eat crow. And so by minimizing, you're saying like, well, it's not actually that bad. Yeah. Or like, aren't you over it by now? Which is telling her that you don't think it's serious. So you're, you're very likely to do it again. Oh. So, and you're wondering why she's freaking out on you? Yeah. 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 Okay. Number two, uh, and this one's a little tricky. Uh, But as much as possible, I have a plan for both of you. So some researchers in 2005 found that the disclosure often works best if the husband comes to the wife with a plan of action right away. Mm. So for example, he may admit the problem and suggest therapy right away or block access to the porn sites he uses. Asking your wife what action she would like to take is also a good idea. Oh, okay. Okay. So, and I want to say this next part carefully too, seeing the addiction as a joint problem that both the husband and wife are managing. So not joint as in we both caused it, but... okay. Be glad for your help to help solve this. But which, of course, the husband, in even though he's inviting her to help him, he's still taking full responsibility for their issue. Okay. That can help aid the recovery process. Okay. So 
when you say have a plan for both of you, you don't mean that the husband comes in like, okay, this is the problem. I've got it all sorted out. This is what you're going to do. This is what I'm going to do. No. Like that would be like, (laughs) no, thanks. Correct. And not even sounding like, you know, he has it all bagged and figured out. So she should be fine. Yeah, exactly. But, but I think it'd be very helpful for a wife to see that, you know, if this addiction is present and ongoing, that he's like, he's going and getting the therapist. Okay. And he's reading the books. So she's not And he's finding a, a pornography recovery group. Okay. Rather than, you know, she's the one who's upset and he goes back to work and keeps living his life and she's the one reading all the books about betrayal and yada yada. So because it does often work out that way that we see the the wife doing all the emotional work and the psychological yes. work and and he's dumped this on her and he's not really as worried about it. In fact, okay. he probably feels relieved because he's finally got it off his chest. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. So that's, you know, after the first week, that's not going to go well. Okay. Because she's not going to feel safe. So she, it's not a bad thing that she, you know, reads books that would no. help her no, no, no. or yes. anything. Yeah, for sure. But if she's the only one doing anything yes. to promote healing, then that's where the problem comes in. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. So then the question, when do I tell her? Now, there is no good time to disclose, but there are a lot of particularly bad times to disclose. Okay. Often guys, I've noticed, will disclose in strange situations or they look strange from my side of the chair. Right. They must have some reasoning for it. Like at their in-laws for Christmas or right before a major church function or just before taking the kids out to a family birthday party. Really? Oh, yeah. You wouldn't believe it. And I'm not sure why it happens, but I... You told me not to be judgmental in this episode. That was extremely judgmental. Oh, sorry. Like, oh. You wouldn't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just saying it's... Okay, I'm being defensive. I apologize to everybody. That was not even like an honest apology. (laughs) My mom told me to say I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Okay. So they're surprising to us. Yes. Because we don't see the sense behind it. But obviously in their mind, there must be some reasoning as to why they did it then. Yes. And I kind of wonder if it's things like he just needs to get it off his chest or... It's like, um, you know what, like I'm about to go to church. And, and I can't fake it anymore. No, so I'm going to tell you right before church and I'm going to feel great with the Lord Yes. in an hour here. And such a sense of relief uh, while you kind of hold it together as we stagger in the front door. And yes. 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 So I think that's why it goes like that sometimes. Okay. Okay. And so that's really, uh, well, I'm going to be judgmental again. That's a selfish consideration. Yeah. So if you know it's going to be a blow, and it is, you know, just think this through about timing. What can you do? Okay, so maybe arranging for a babysitter mm-hmm. even so the kids are not at home uh, or, or at least like start early in the evening or at the beginning of a weekend if your weekend is clear. And so this is kind of me coming back to having a bit of a plan. Like if your wife had no idea this was happening, she is going to cave. Mm-hmm. Her world is going to shatter. Mm-hmm. So disclosing one hour before a family dinner is not the right time. Yeah, And disclosing before you go off on a business trip for three days is not the right time. She'll need you around to ask questions. She'll need time and space to be alone, to process. So try to pick a time where you can clear the calendar a bit. And she's going to need to be able to reach out to her friends, even though that may be really difficult for her to do, kind of depending on what those relationships are like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You said she'll need time and space to be alone. Do you mean alone as a couple, alone as a person? Both. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It may be wise to you to have a counselor or one of your mentors. Like if you guys have had a, as a couple, if you've had a mentor or the person mm-hmm. that's married you, maybe a family friend on standby or one of the elders from, from your local church, you need to just tell them, you know what, 
hey, I have to have a difficult conversation with my wife tonight. I'm not sure if she'll want to talk, but would you be available if she did? Right. Okay. Okay. So the only caveat here, though, is to be careful about bringing a friend of hers into the secret and having, mm. or yours, and having her friend hold that secret. That could feel like a double betrayal. So if you're going to do right. that, you like have to- Like so-and-so knew? Yeah, yeah. I've known for like six months while I've been trying to get up the courage to tell you. Oh, yeah. I've been wondering why they've been avoiding me. And then it's like, you knew this whole time and you never told me to mm-hmm. the friend, right? Okay. So you yeah. want to keep the yeah. timing on this really tight right. if you choose this option. Okay. Yeah. Another good option to consider is is having some resources on hand, even books, our article on our site, what to do when you've just discovered your husband's porn habit, hoyf.link slash 131. Yeah. Just saying, you know what, honey, I know this is brutal for you and you're not even sure where to go, but this might be a starting point. Right. Deborah Laser's book, I often recommend Shattered Vows is the name of that book. So having some of that, uh, you know, don't expect a, a kiss and a warm hug, but no. at least but it, shows some. It shows that you care about her and you know that yeah. it's going to have affected yeah. her and yeah. you want her healing. Yes. It's not all about me and what I yes. did, but you have feelings. Yeah. And I'm assuming that guys who've, who care enough to have listened this far into the episode yeah. are in that place. Right. 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 Otherwise they'd have turned us off long ago. Yeah. So okay. again, for her, when you disclose the addiction, that's going to be like her finding out about an affair. It can produce a trauma response. It may take weeks or months for her to fully process this. Mm-hmm. So pick a time when she's ready to hear it and we'll have some immediate time to react mm-hmm. to kind of go through that crisis. Okay. At the same time, the longer you leave it, the worse it can get, both in terms of how hard it will be to break the shame cycle for yourself and in terms of how much of a betrayal it will represent to your wife. Okay. So with sensitivity in mind, sooner I think is probably still better than later. Now the question, what do I tell her? In order for your wife to feel safe in the relationship again and start trusting you, you need to become totally honest with her about the nature and the extent of the addiction. Only when all those secrets are out can trust start to be reformed between you. Mm -hmm. So generally it's best to follow your wife's lead on this and give her as much detail and context as she wants to know. Now let me just kind of qualify this in a moment here. So men often struggle with this due to the shame that they feel around their porn addiction because they fear it will upset their wives further to hear about it. But Mm -hmm. the failure to be honest and open was found to be the main obstacle in healing the relationship in a study from 2005. Okay. So So failing to be honest and open was an obstacle. obstacle. Okay. Okay. So it is an important goal to have. The same study found that wives were often sympathetic to the fact that disclosing the full extent of the addiction is very difficult and they responded positively when their husbands took that step. So having to be honest may not be as bad as you're expecting in one way. Okay. In, in the sense of not being fully honest is definitely going to be worse. Okay. So in an affair disclosure, like you say, who, when, where, Yeah. but you say don't go into the details of, of the what... Yeah, so like the speak. the sexual encounters yeah. and positions. So and, what about with pornography? Well, revealing explicit details, showing her the porn that you have used is very likely to be unhelpful. Okay. Those details can create unpleasant mental images for your wife. And even the sense of like, I have to compete with that, mm, right? Yeah. Which can lead to traumatic flashbacks for her and increased distress. Okay. Yeah. So I think... How you accessed the porn, where you accessed it, when you accessed it, uh, how often you accessed it. Okay. All those things are important. I mean, there's additional, I don't think the kinds of porn is helpful. Although if there's child pornography, I mean, there's there's definite legal consequences there based on the state that you're in. And you may have really put your family at risk financially and legally. Uh, so I'm not saying not to disclose that, but you know that adds a whole other layer of 
complexity and potential harm. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, being honest about that might be also being honest about the potential consequences of what you've done. Okay. And the implications of it and finding legal help and that kind of thing. Yeah, that that goes to, that's the next level of stuff. So is that okay for what to tell her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just was wondering about the details. Yeah, and then finally showing a commitment to change. So again, that study from 2005, they interviewed couples that had recovered from the husband's porn addiction. They found that one common factor was the husband making overt efforts towards change. Okay. Husbands who made verbal commitments to breaking their porn habit and backed that up with actions received more support from their wives and made greater progress. Okay. So this kind of ties a little bit to having a plan like we talked about before. Yeah. Examples of those actions include voluntarily signing up to therapy rather than being forced to go. Mm-hmm. Taking measures to make it harder for yourself to use porn in the future. Okay. Putting blocks in place. Yeah. More on that in the bonus guide, of course. But the point is, if you're being honest with your disclosure, you also need to carry through and be honest and open about it being a real problem that requires real solutions and you're taking ownership of that. Right. Don't minimize it. And Yeah. Okay. So helping individuals and marriages recover from pornography is one of our specialties at Only You Forever. So do feel free to get in touch with us through our website at onlyyouforever.com. We'd love to help you recover and heal from this addiction, whether you're the one addicted or the betrayed spouse or both. Mm-hmm. We have team members specifically trained to deal with the the, uh, the people who want to recover from pornography with betrayed spouses and mm-hmm. with couples going through this crisis. Okay. And uh, even, um, you know, if there's adult children and disclosure to them is necessary or teens or we can help you with family complexities that arise. Uh, complexities are right. Yeah. Okay. Let's wrap this up. All right. We'd like to thank Kelly and Will and Jenny for becoming patrons between this recording and our previous one. Thank you so much for your support. Next week, we are talking about... ROCD, Relational Obsessive Compulsive Disorder. Okay. So if you find yourself fretting over whether your spouse is the right one for you or you're the right one for him or her, you may actually be struggling with ROCD. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. Cool. That's all for today's episode. You can get the full show notes at oyf.link slash 215. Find out how you can help marriages. Go to oyf.support. Thanks. And we'll see you next week. The Marriage Podcast for Smart People is totally funded by listeners who support Caleb and Valinda in their mission to save marriages. If you would like to be part of this worthy cause, open your web browser to oyf.support. A minimum investment of $10 per month will help restore hope to married couples. Plus, as a patron, you'll gain access to exclusive bonus content and valuable information to help you succeed in your own marriage. Go to the website oyf.support now for more information. Thanks for listening to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People from Only You Forever.